This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever! <coughs> Dog! Welcome back to another fabulous edition of It's a Mess. Hey guys, and hey Peppermint. Hi Caswell. What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling good. I had an awesome lunch. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, what <laughs> It was have? delicious. I had um, fried chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I haven't eaten yet today. No? Okay, no. that's okay. Well, This is black coffee. I mean, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. You gotta keep my mood up. Keep it up. Ow, keep it up. Keep it up. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome uh, fall, and I'm ready for. I'm actually ready for winter to begin. You, you are. Know? I am. I love the winter in New York. You love it. I love the winter. Well, I think I love the winter anywhere if it means like snow and and cool weather and night like fur coats. We're, we're more different fur than coats, I thought. We're jackets. more different than I thought. Or fur coats. Or fur coats. Vintage fur coats. Or um. Okay. Or fire. <laughs> nice fireplace moments with hot cocoa. You know, I just, I, I don't want to eliminate hot soup, hot cocoa, um, and scarves. I, I do like those things. And I think that it's, you're, you're a fool if you, if you have those things. I'm in. fine with hot cocoa in, in the, the summer, summertime. No, no, hot cocoa in the summertime is not cute. It's not cute. Well, you can stay on the East Coast with your hands in your pockets when you walk out the door. I will be enjoying. Look, I have heat, bitch. <laughs> I said when you go outside. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's when the what's one when the reasons I wanted to leave the East Coast. Look, 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 look. I mean, before I moved to New York City, I lived in Boston. Okay, you don't know the cold until you are a dog walker in Boston, and that was okay, not so the look. Fair. So New York doesn't have. All right, as so brutal. I've always had warm winter fantasies. So I'm very happy. So Boston, what, in Boston, my tank Boston top winters and are harder. Than New York winters. Oh yeah, I think it's like I think it's actually always fourteen degrees colder in Boston. I, mean, I, I heard that more yeah. than once, but it, it's right on the motherfucking Atlantic. There is no playing around. You ain't escaping it. You are not it's escaping gonna it. It's gonna get you. No, but I think the worst is Chicago. Actually, the worst winters I've ever like the wind. Chicago. I, I mean, I've, I've, luck, I've heard about it. I've been to Chicago right, a million times. Take it right off your face, girl. Oh, sh- you take, put your fresh face of makeup on. You step outside and then remove takes it right her. off. What? Honey, the, the wind like no, you don't. Give me them lashes. No, nope. no, darling. So no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough. I'm looking forward to my warm winter. Well, this is, if you couldn't tell, uh, an advice podcast where we give out fabulous, what we think is fabulous advice. advice. Move. It could be some life life changing <laughs> advice. Move. Don't move. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. 
And uh, yeah, and so we we take letters from our devoted listeners uh, every single week, and we give you the goods. We'll tell you about yourself. We will tell you the truth. Uh, and we do that every single week. Um, quick shout out really quickly to our social media. Um, make sure you're following us. If you're listening to this right now and you're not following us, make sure you follow us on our social media, which is? Ask Cast. No, I'm that's, sorry. That's, that's just email. social media. Was, okay, social media is um, It's a Mess Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit us up on there. Um, and we'll go into more about how you can send us your questions a little bit later on. But, but we we'll want to make say, sure you're following You can us. just hit us up, askkazandpep at gmail.com or hit the email button in our Instagram. Mm-hmm. But definitely be following us. That's the that's the point. Oh, yeah. If you don't follow us, we don't even look. Yeah, we're we not check to see yet. if you follow us first. Hello, hello, hello. Um, with that being said, every single week, another thing that we do is we present to you an exemplary queen. This is someone in or out of the community who is doing a great job um, and maybe in kind of an unsung hero in the community we think that you should know about. So this week, the exemplary queen is the legend, the writer, the feminist, the brilliant mind. And I'm, I want to preface this by saying that I think that most of the change that happens, um, a lot of the change that happens, the important change that happens, usually happens through literature first. Um, the, you know, we can have people that are great speakers, great auditors, um, orators, uh, people who can pick up that brick and throw it. And that's, that's an, a very important job. But some, a lot of times the unsung hero, the people that don't get the recognition that they deserve until after they've died and we found their writings and look at their huge work, um, are the the writers that that are unsung heroes. So this week, our exemplary queen goes to someone who is um absolute who was absolutely brilliant, Audre Lord, oh, the lesbian writer, warrior, poet. Um, she described herself as a black lesbian mother warrior poet, and that is quite a mouthful. Um, she was born in New York in 1934, and she worked as a librarian for many years before she published her first volume of poetry called First Cities, and that was in 1968. Um, and her work basically covered everything from civil rights, uh, which was a, a work called The Black Unicorn, uh, and sexuality, uh, to her own battle with breast cancer, um, a book called The Burst of Light, which you have to, a work called The Burst of Light, which you have to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she received an American Book Award for that book. She inspired uh, Barbara Smith to found The Kitchen Table, Women of Color Press, the first U.S. publisher by, for, and about women of color. And this is some really important work that was being done back in the day because you have to look, we have to realize back in 1968, people were not really upholding or no one was concerned with what black women had to say about the issues or even about themselves. And so, you know, uh, this was someone who really broke down a lot of barriers. We There's a lot, a lot of the black women that we look to in in history and then the history who have, who've made it to the history books are black women who've done some great things, but they've had great actions, but weren't really kind of celebrated for their mind. Not I'm not saying that these weren't brilliant black women, but, you know, they there's a lot of activists who we, we talk about their actions, but we didn't really also look into what they had to say about a lot of things. And so Audre Lorde is someone who really presents an undeniable body of work. I implore you to go and check out some of her work. Um, Pick up the Black Unicorn. Yep, Pick Up the Black Unicorn. Um, From 1991 until her death, a year later in 1992, she was the New York State 
Poet Laureate, which is, you know, like the the official head poet in charge in New York State. And in 2001, the Audre Lorde Award was uh, launched, and it was uh, launched to honor her works of lesbian poetry. There's a saying that women are powerful and dangerous, and Audre Lorde definitely is exemplary and mm-hmm. exemplifies <laughs> that sentiment right there. So for that and everything, every single word that she has written and every single word that she inspires others to write, mm-hmm. Audre Lorde is our exemplary queen of the week. Yay! <laughs> okay, so now um, it's time to get into maybe maybe not as Saving brilliant. Some lives. <laughs> So Audrey okay. Lloyd's brilliant. We're trash. Okay. That, so. That's what I was trying to say. So <laughs> that's thank you, Audrey. And here we go with the advice. What's up? Okay. Well, it is the time that we've all been waiting for. It's time for our questions. Of course, you know, we started off as an advice podcast, and we are still be- being true to our soul. So the theme of today's questions is technology problems. What's that mean? using technology. Wait, who sings that? JT, baby. Oh, okay. What, what, what's, what's technology problems? You asking me what technology yeah. problems are? Well, I have a technology problem just by the time so. I go on Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you do. <laughs> um, we have three right here that uh, people have written in, and they are specific to technology. <sighs> All right, so I'll read the first one. You ready? Okay, question right. number one. Let's go. Hey, guys. Hi. Congratulations on season two. Make sure you give me a fake name. Already did. That will make me laugh. Okay, well, you're Eureka Milkshake, baby. <laughs> I am in many ways your typical 26-year-old straight white female living outside of Atlanta. I've been dating this guy I met online for about three and a half months. He's super cute and nerdy, just the way I like him. He's really smart. He reads books, that's a plus, and very sweet to me. This might sound like I'm being a total bitch, but something I can't stand about him is... He does not have a smartphone. He literally has a flip phone. He literally has a flip phone. No, I am not dating an 80-year-old man, LOL. He's 28, and he actually has a flip phone in 2019. To be exact, it's the CoolPad Snap Boost mobile phone. I looked it up. It does exist. <laughs> this wouldn't be a big deal, but he absolutely refuses to text because of how difficult texting is. So every time he wants to talk to me, he calls me. He obviously has no social media accounts. He says he has no interest in getting a smartphone at all. He doesn't have any interest in social media or taking pictures. Some of his friends have raised an issue with him only having a flip phone, but he does not want to budge. Texting is a big part of communication to me, as of me. I'm not a huge phone talker, and every time he wants to clarify where we're going to meet for dinner or what time the movie is or what he's when he's coming over, it's always by a phone call, and it's totally annoying. I've told him to buy a smartphone, but he said he would refuse to use it. Sometimes he actually tries to convince me that I don't need a smartphone and I should switch, <laughs> switch to a flip phone too. Good luck with that. What should I do? Eureka milkshake. Wow, wow, wow. Eureka. I that all day. I actually have a couple of friends who only have flip phones. Ooh. I have a friend that has a flip phone. I have a flip. I have a friend that has a, a BlackBerry. I have a friend that has a flip phone. It's the Motorola Razor, and I don't know how he has kept on to it because not only well, his is vintage, but and they, by the way, they are apparently like going to reintroduce some flip phones, like some new flip phones. There are some things I liked about yeah. the flip phone. Um, me too. They were fast, and the battery lasted uh, three weeks. 
And when you read somebody on the phone, you could close that read with a snap. Honey, and it was done, darling. The conversation was done. It was done. Yeah, the batteries, I think the batteries would last days and days and days and days and days on a flip phone. Sidebar, you know what phone is coming back? Which one? Remember the phone that he used in the Matrix where he pressed a button and the bottom just shot out? No. They bring. It's called the banana phone. They bring it back. They already have it in yellow. Oh, wow. You can't do shit on it, but look. But, it, like but you can talk on it. Can uh, you text on it? Who wants to text on a fucking flip phone? Look, I texted on a flip phone because it was a um, T9 flip. I like. I still use a T9 keyboard on my phone, okay. on my smartphone. So it looks like the one, two, three, four, and it has the letters like a regular phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you you know, you can, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty fast at texting. Mm-hmm. But I'm faster than the T9. <sighs> Uh, we can have a race. So let's talk about you your friend. Race? You, so you um, no. Yeah, my friend still hasn't. I don't. I asked him why he doesn't want to, and I. I don't want to hate on flip phones my dad because you one. can get an. You can use the internet on a flip phone. It does have a browser, like if it has a um, screen, like a digital screen. Okay. Um, you can text on a flip phone, mm-hmm. and if you wanted to have like visit your Facebook or whatever, you could do it through. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease opening up the browser, you know, like go to facebook.com. And so it is possible just like you would on a computer, but there's no apps. There's no apps. No, there's no apps. Um, no, they have like, and they have their own little apps. There are some things that flip phones have, and it does. I do think, gosh, and it's important to communicate, but you can totally escape a flip phone and not be tracked down every two minutes. And people know where your GPS is and all of this craziness. And I don't know if it's made our lives better. So I can kind of respect it. I have a friend who does it, and and I wonder, like, you know, maybe it's a simpler way to live. I'm going to stop you right there, stop because right there. Uh, I know for a fact that if I had to call you every time I needed to say something to you, you would not pick up 90% of the time, and you would let it go but to But you your would voice leave a voicemail, and then I would listen to the voicemail, and I would call you back. Okay, I don't know who leaves voicemail. I, you know what? You are the only person I leave voicemails for, for the most Thank part, you. because you request to hear this sexy voice. Yeah, I think if you're going to call me and I can't pick up the phone. Well, this is the thing. We won't take no for an answer with smartphones. If I have to reach you, right? I'm like, well, I'm going to call. I'm going to text. You're going to respond to me right now. Right. Maybe I can't. 
And so that really irritates us. Just leaving a message, it didn't really work that much differently before we had texting. Like when people had to leave messages, they would just leave a message and then you get back and you I mean, listen to it. I, I, I mean, I kind of have respect for this guy because he's not giving in, you know, and, he, you know, and I like people that don't do social media or and shit like that. Like I totally have respect for that. But I think that this should, you should just like, this should be his cute thing. You should be like, look, if you, if you want to take the time to text me on this, you can, you can text me on the phone, but you, sh- you should be like, look, if you're going to keep this flip phone, you have to text me unless we have to have a conversation. Like if we're talking about plans or where to meet or a yes or a no answer, just shoot text me a text. Yeah, phone. but he apparently refuses to do it. That's the problem. That is the problem. That's a problem. So I don't think that he necessarily has to change the phone. Just his behavior. Just his behavior. So I think <laughs> what you should do is tell him he has to text you. That's it. If he has to have a conversation, obviously pick up the phone, call like a normal human being. But he has to text you. And that's what the real problem is. No, maybe. I mean, I don't know. She seems like slightly embarrassed that he has a flip phone. But I think you should move the fuck on from that. There's nothing wrong with having a flip phone if, you know, if you're not a person that is using social media or on Twitter every five minutes. I think that just tell him to text you when it comes to plans and then mm-hmm. when you and then you do have to make sure that you set time aside to talk when you have to actually have to talk about something or have a little bit of back and forth see that's the fucked up part so if you guys are, so it's me and you if we were deciding what movie we wanted to go to and what times so we just text back and forth oh I like this movie I know I want to see the Joker well I want to see Parasite well I don't want to see Parasite because there's me we could text some bullshit on that not to mention we should go see Parasite Oh, I want to see Parasite. Just playing it only in New York and L.A. I know. I know. I want to see it really Going bad. to New York and see it with me? Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Text me. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I I, I, th- I just think you should tap, I, <clears throat> have him text you the majority of the time and be like, oh, you know what? If you want to talk to me on the phone, this is my lunch break and this is when I'm off work. Yeah. But besides what, that, you have to text me. That's what a relationship is. Right. So... So and it's, I, you believe me, the, the day, girl, let me tell you, darling, I don't uh, the minute you are in a relationship with somebody who does, who refuses to talk to you on the phone, you're going to be dreaming of this dude. And so, because there's lots of people, I've had a, guys. That's a beautiful point. Yes. I've had lots of guys actually tell me as a principal, they don't talk on the phone. Exactly. And it's like, what are you doing? And, and so there's a whole bunch of stuff to unpack there. So Isn't just take crazy? it as a blessing that someone actually wants to hear your voice and call you and talk to you and have real communication because that's what a, a real communication is calling and talking all right texting is is secondary so he so. can call between noon and one he can on call lunch break. after six thirty when you get home kick off your shoes and put on the tv he can call then but besides and that and he can call me big texting. Don't, 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 all right, don't. Eureka. That's Thanks, our advice. Eureka. Take it, use it, work with it. And let us know. Text us and let us know how it's going. All right, let's go on to the next one. This one's shady. Next That's why question. you're reading it. Dear Kaz and Pep, I recently found out that my boyfriend has been recording us having sex. I've been with this guy for almost two months, and the first time we ever had sex, he asked if he could if we could film it on his cell phone and I was like no absolutely not Mm -hmm. he said okay two nights ago I found a camera next to one of his plants in his room that points directly on the bed of course it does the camera doesn't look like a typical camera it looks like a black cube (laughs) 
right. I've seen it a few times in the same spot, and I kind of overlooked it, but I got a closer look, and there's a lens attached to the camera, and there's a wire in the back of it going to his bureau. Since I found the camera, I am very afraid to have sex with him again. He says, oh, it's been there forever. And he said he used it, he used to use it when he made YouTube videos, but I don't trust him. No. Am I being paranoid? Yeah. Your advice is appreciated. Thanks. Aurora Crystal Pepsi. Aurora. <clears throat> okay, this is what she has to do. She has Kill to him. follow that cord <laughs> <laughs> and that goes from the camera into the bureau. She has to find out what it is connected to. Now, if it's just connected to a hard drive, she has to steal the hard drive. She has to do it when he's in the shower, go to her computer, look at what's on it. Okay. She has to she has to really stay cool, calm, and collected because revenge. Revenge porn is real, and revenge porn tapes and release them is real. I actually believe that in California, that's a felony now. So if so, if I'm fucking you, and and then I and then I take footage that was used for our pleasure, even if you knew about it, but I use it. I didn't tell. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. So for instance, let's just say because I looked this up, and let's say that I let's say I send you my dick pics or and naked uh-huh. pictures of me, and it's it's consensual on both sides. Right. And it's for the purpose of you getting off or me getting off or whatever. The, then we break up and you take those pictures and use it for the purpose of revenge and send it to my mother and everyone that I know okay. on Facebook. That is against the law. It's against the law. That is against the law. I don't know where this, I don't, did, I don't know. Uh, Aurora did not say where she lives, but I know that, that you can bring this up to him too. But I think what you should do is find out where it goes. Look, but the thing about there's never any real way to tell because it could be connected to a hard drive that he had already downloaded onto another hard drive. It could go the it could definitely be on the cloud. It could definitely be somewhere. But the bottom line is that's really fucked up. And I don't, I mean, if I'm going to use a YouTube, if I'm going to record something for YouTube, I'm going to use my phone or my laptop or a, a computer. I'm not going to use some secret Cube. spy cam. Yeah, a spy cam is, that's where it goes. I mean, there's no, there's, you're, he's completely, if, if someone has a spy cam, then they're literally removing the consent Exactly. Aspect of wanting to be involved in the situation. Mm-hmm. If it's your phone, everybody knows what a phone is. If somebody picks up a phone while you're going to have sex, even if they don't ask, you can be like, please don't film this. It gives the other person the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to object mm-hmm. to being filmed. But some fil- secret them, filming them, there's, and I, there's cameras shaped like all kinds of this stuff. This is the number one reason I do in calls. That's, okay. I wish this I could say a, that was the reason why, but I don't. That's not my reason. But still, <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. say it is. You probably gonna film me. Um, but it, but bottom line is the reason what I like to ha- do in calls is because I want to have control over the environment, right. which has to do with that, right? right. You know so everything. There, is. There's no camera attached to the thing, exactly. and maybe that's a, a if you. I mean, look, who is this? Aurora. Aurora. Crystal. Pepsi. Aurora. You sound. This sounds very serious, and I don't want to make too much light of it. And so, you, if you think it's, high, it's something that's bordering highly illegal or really an extreme violation, which it sounds like, which is plain fucked up, then fine. But if you think that this is something that you're not really like, wouldn't call the cops over, then I would say a stop having sex with him at his house, and b only have sex with him at your house. Yeah. And then this way, when he leaves, you can always check, double check, and make sure that you know he didn't put a camera or like steal your purse. <laughs> um, and you know, that's a way to kind of control the environment. Um, it is really tough to tell him what kind of stuff he can have in his room. If he owns a spy cam, then I guess you have to figure out whether or not you want to be with someone who owns a spy. 
eye cam. But the fact that it's placed facing the bed and not put away is really worrisome. You know, this, He's been taping you. This is such a great example of how women are so extra disrespected in relationships. You only hear about guys doing this to their girlfriends. Or maybe or strangers, not even their girlfriends. Or, guys yeah. put it in the bathroom to tape women in the bathroom. I mean, bathroom. I guess this happened to gay guys too, but you only hear about... You only hear about guys trying to secretly record. And it's just like so fucking fucked up. And it's basically, you know, fantasy driven and they want to be able to watch it later or whatever. But I I don't know. It's it's definitely, definitely fucked up and completely beyond inconsiderate. It's dehumanizing. It's a violation. These people, I'm going to remove. They they have no right to tell me what's comfortable or not to Mm -hmm. them. I'm going to go ahead and just film them and use them for sex, even if they're unbeknownst to them. Right. And I think it has it's connected to like the the doctor that's molesting the patient when they're passed out at the dentist's office totally. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a predator. Yeah, it's a sexual predator. Yeah, you're you're dating a sexual predator. Yeah, so <laughs> you just said it, girl. You really just said Ouch, it. I really did. Well, we, I guess we don't. We don't know. know how he's using it. We don't know how he's using it. We don't know one hundred percent. I mean, maybe maybe he just does this for other girls. Maybe after you said that, no, you absolutely cannot record me. He actually never recorded you. You don't know if that camera's on. I mean, there are there are things Some about this, but you could definitely start just having sex at your house. And now that. But the thing about it is, if you ever, if the relationship, oh, with the off. if the relationship keeps going and you ha- end up having sex with him in his house, he now knows that you're aware of that black cube. So he's gonna he's gonna plot something else. Like if he does want to film it, but wait, wait, is there is there a spy shop? Isn't it? If I heard that there's something that you can that you can do something to detect the camera when it's on, there is something that you can do for that. I've you seen that before. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never heard. So you can I mean, walk into probably. a room. You can have a device that you can tell if there's a camera or a recording device happening, and people use these. So that's something that you would. Want, you, you could look get into it. yeah so get it got it good let us know start having sex at your place even if you have to make up an excuse like you're allergic to his sheets <laughs> or some shit so start having sex at your place you have to send, spend more time at home and you're only getting fucked at your house let us know how it goes it's yeah i just read the second one all right well we're we taking turns now yeah we were <laughs> <laughs> We've been taking turns. Hi, Peppermint. Hi, Caswell. I was recently turned on to your podcast from a friend of mine. I have a little bit of, the, of a dilemma, and I'm hoping you can answer it in season two. <clears throat> well, guess what? That's what we're mm-hmm. doing. I'm a gay man. Mixed race, 24, very cute, and very social. I met this really hot guy who is 25 at Mickey's. Okay, so he's in Hollywood. At Mickey's about six months ago. He is so fucking cute. I'm not lying when I say he is the most attractive guy I have ever seen, and I feel so lucky to be with him. He is so sweet to me. He always picks me up anytime we go out. He pays for dinner and even opens up the car door for me. He's a true gentlemen we both do very different things for work in our spare time he works for an architecture firm and spends most of his time with his two best friends and his family i on the other hand am an influencer on social media i have over eighty thousand followers on my instagram i take at least 20 instagram stories a day i'm always taking pictures and making sure my instagram stories look good when i'm at the gym or when i go out with friends and when i'm home just watching netflix now here's my thing my boyfriend has 
my boyfriend has not posted anything on Instagram in the past eight months. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. He's beautiful and has a perfect body. He is just not interested in social media of any kind. <clears throat> Not only that, but he doesn't want to be in any of my pictures. Sometimes we go to the movies or to the beach, and I want to do a picture of us together. And he's like, okay, just promise me you're not going to post it anywhere. He says he's not ashamed of being my boyfriend, but he has no interest in allowing a few thousand strangers into his life. I feel <laughs> low key insulted. If he loves me and thinks I'm as gorgeous as I think he is, then why wouldn't he want to show me off the way I the way I love to show him off? Am I just being superficial? Yes. All of my friends seem to take my side, but I had one girlfriend who told me that she thinks I'm being stupid. What do you guys think? I wanted to ask you because you guys have pretty big following on social media and you must be in positions of posting your significant other. Am I being overdramatic? Am I being overdramatic? Akira Mai Tai. Yes, bitch. You're being overdramatic. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you're being overdramatic. Uh-huh. I think um, I think it is important. Look, social media is... On one hand, social media is just social media. It's not important. It's a website. A couple hundred people, a thousand people. And it doesn't really... shouldn't really change your life. But as we have seen, social media is how people meet. In relationships, it's, it can decide elections. Social media is now the new currency that we use to communicate with each other and see who each other is. First thing people do when they're going to hire a job is check someone's social media. First thing that you do when you're really trying to figure out who this person is, check your social media. Definitely. Social, social media has a lot of significance when it comes to sh- it's your it is your public profile. Right. And so it is. We can't minimize that and act like it's not important. People that don't have social media are are trying to buck what is inevitable. Unless we have a big blackout, and then we're going to turn back all into cave people, then it doesn't matter. But I do think that having your aside from it's not about social media. It doesn't sound like this is about social media, and I can understand this person. I want to be in a relationship where I'm publicly claimed. I've been in plenty of relationships where they don't want to be with like publicly claim you to their friends and to their family to the other people they know and if you're in a big city like LA chances are you're not publicly claimed on social media though I mean I think I mean well that's the thing is that important to you to be public It, it is important to you to be publicly claimed on social media it's important for me to be publicly claimed across the board Including social media. So Including someone wants to publicly media. claim you, but they don't want to go on your now, Instagram. if I'm not in a relationship with them, don't be publicly blaming me. But if we're in a relationship, saying, well, I held your hand at the movies. That's public. That's not the same thing to me. So you want... it? Wait, it really is that important for you, to, for your significant other to publicly claim you on Instagram? Yeah, I think that's a part of it. I think, listen, I'm coming from a different perspective, though. And and I think, I think the question is, why is some, does somebody not want to have... Look, I'm a private person. You know I'm a private person. I'm pretty private considering I'm a public person. <laughs> um, I don't I can understand why you would want someone to publicly claim you and and show their pride in having you as their girlfriend or wife or whatever, yeah. but I don't I'm surprised that it's that important for you to be uh publicly claimed on social media actually. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's interesting and, it, and it, it's complicated, but I th- <clears throat> I think it can't look, social this is part of it. We because we meet people on social media. I can only speak from my own perspective, but if I have a boyfriend that we're in a committed relationship and it's exclusive, him holding my hands at the movies is nice. And I would never date someone who, who doesn't want to be seen with me at all. Obviously, obviously I have. Right. But obviously you don't want to. 
if I'm in a relationship with you, right? As it as my as I am today, meaning I'm traveling around and I'm working the way that I am, then there's going to be an element of me that's not always at your house, at your place, at, in the same city. Sometimes I'm going to travel, so there's an element of what I do in public. Now, what what it would be very significant to me and be a nice symbol to me if eventually my partner claimed me and I claimed him publicly on on social media. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Because when, A, I don't want these Instagram fitness models, I use that very loosely, tapping my my man's pictures and sneaking into his DMs. Why not? That can happen anyway. Mm-hmm. But I want... If he is like, I just, I'm basically, if he look, if he appears to be single on social media, then he's appearing to be single in public. I really completely disagree with almost everything you just said. I can't even believe I that. can't believe yeah, this. Right. Because <laughs> I'll tell you something, like, I never post people that are precious to me on social media and let them know I because I'm very that. protective over them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I never, well, I was in a relationship for almost 10 years off and on. I never posted a picture of him and said, Hey, this is my boyfriend. Now we're at the movies. Now we're at the picnic. Now we're doing this. I don't let people into my life that way because then I give them the opportunity to destroy or try to fuck with it. I and I it. think that you're, you're giving more opportunities for that to happen than if you don't, I don't even, not only that, I don't follow who I'm seeing on social media ever. I haven't in the past three years. I don't need to know who you who you are on social media is not who you are when me and you are face to face. Even for me and you, for the most time, I mean, it's different. It's different with me and you, but there's definitely different sides of you that I see in person that I don't see on social media, and I don't need to. And I don't need to get wrapped up into your personification on Instagram as opposed to who we are when we are together. I don't post pictures of my mother or my father or my brother or my family. It's just me, my roommate, my dog. It's pretty much as much as I expose myself. You know, sometimes my friends when they're social media too but I don't but people who are truly precious to me that I really that I try to take very good care of our relationship with and you know you know very sensitive about that so I don't post it and something about I didn't like about this this letter that makes me feel like I wouldn't get along with Akiri and my tie and said like he says he he said something in this. He said that I don't understand why he doesn't want to be on social media since he's so beautiful, which leads you to think that it's like it's all about how good Looks. looking you can make your pictures look. It's like, why? I mean, you're gorgeous. You have a beautiful body. Why aren't you showing it off on social media? Why you don't? As if the only people that's that have social media that, as beautiful people. Right. Or that the only people body. that have something valuable to put on to to express or give to the world are beautiful people body. in social media, not because of their, you know, political views of their personality or or their art or, uh-huh. you know, anything like that. So I kinda I didn't that kinda rubbed me the wrong way. But also that he he also said he doesn't see any reason for 80,000 strangers to know what's going on in his life and that is fucking true I mean some people just go to, some people just want to go to work and go home and live their fucking life and don't care what strangers think about them most people do yeah so I mean I don't I mean look it works within it really depends on the situation and it listen if 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 we go with that mode of my business is my business I don't want anyone to know who I'm seeing I'll see you at your house in your bedroom and that's it then that's cool. But you have a good connection necessarily. We have a good connection, but it also makes it easier for you, that person to be cheating and moving around on you and other people moving in and you not knowing who like this person could be married and you wouldn't know. Do you know what I mean? It is possible. And so I think, you know, there's, it's a fine balance. 
I guess for me, it's not so much I need everyone to be seeing what we're eating together on social media. For me, it's more about I want other people who, who have access to him to know that we're to that he's in a relationship. Okay, but you need to taken. you need to know that that doesn't mean shit. That to anyone watching his social his social media that is attracted to him that wants him. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, that might even push them more to play that game. All you, if you have trust in your partner and you then you you have to you have to accept accept the fact that people are going to slide into his DMs and try to hook up with them. And you just they, have to they trust. That, I have that, right. That, then you just have is, to trust what he's going to do about it. it. Has nothing to do with it's completely. I think we what well, we have. To, Completely different opinions so on how this. Does that's that, fine. But how does that? But how for does this that gay help? person, then I don't. I don't think that they're. I don't necessarily know that they're dealing with any type of a closet or any type of um, um, kind of internalized homophobia or shame. But some people do. Okay. And and for those people, being publicly claimed or not. No, he says he's out. Yeah, he says he's out. Yeah, but I'm saying for for the, for the people who are being publicly claimed or not has a different type of significance. And the forum that that would happen in in 2019 is social is in your public life, and the, we can all agree that the public life these days includes social media, in addition to what you do when you're walking down the street. But these days, where it's in, your public persona is increasing, incre- increasingly includes your social media. Okay, but now for these guys, maybe mm-hmm. it's not an issue. But, but here's the thing: mm-hmm. when you invite people in. Anyone can argue with me all day. I'm going to stick to what I say. When you invite people into your relationship, you invite people into your breakup with that relationship. And that's just a fact. That's true. So when either, I agree with so that. when either you say that you're not with this person anymore or they stop seeing pictures or people hear you're not with this person, everyone's got a fucking opinion. And that's exactly when you don't need it. You don't need 80,000 opinions about your breakup at the time you're dealing with the breakup. And that's like, I, I mm-hmm. to think about, uh, let's talk about the relationship that I broke up with it like when i left new york city in 2015 like if when i was dealing with so much stress of that i never he we lived together i never post maybe once i posted a picture of us together but i didn't introduce him as anybody then i was like hey we're blah 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 but I, i i didn't say anything about who he was if when we broke up when i was dealing with all that stress if i was also dealing with a hundred thousand people or however many commenting on my relationship or why they think we broke up or why they think we weren't good together. And that wasn't going to work out anyway. I might've jumped out the fucking window, you know, like I definitely don't need that type of stress in my life. So it's just easier. And that's just my point of view. It's, it's just easier that my relationship is my relationship. It is what it is. And my relationship on social media, like doesn't really matter. All that really matters is who we are. We're in the same room together. See, that's that's where I don't think it's true because I've had guys that are closeted and say it doesn't matter what anybody if anybody knows that I'm out of the closet just as long as I treat you nice in your bedroom and I can understand that but there is when someone says so when we leave here don't follow me act like you don't know me that I'm just saying okay but that's that, two that's, different things okay not on social media and so when and I'm not talking about your followers or things like that right. I understand that there's a difference and it's not that important but I'm saying if if you're in a relationship with me mm-hmm. and we're in a and we and we love Love each other, right? And you're proud to be in a relationship with me, right? Then that pride to be in a relationship with me should carry over into any realm that I think it should be carried. Over. I don't, I don't want you to be like, oh, I don't want to show who I'm with. I don't like. I don't want to. I, I want to act like I'm single. Let me take off my ring. Let me. 
like let me let me put on a persona that I'm not with this person like I don't know this person and I think that that can cause some extra sensitivities depending on where you're coming from but I feel like I feel like what you, I feel like you're saying that if someone isn't isn't publicly claiming you in social media that there is shame involved with that. And I don't think that that is necessarily that's true. Not always the truth. Right. So, right. Right. So, but I that's think it what, depends on who you are. Right. Exactly. Some people are some, some, some guys would be so proud to be your boyfriend and to call you their girlfriend and your wifey, but at the same time, don't like to expose themselves on social media because their life is their life and not for anyone else's to share. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? It really, and it really works. There this, has to be a balance, that, the but I don't that, think, yeah, the thing that sucks is that it really does work in the favor of guys that like to be players to have that argument to okay. be like that's I can com- see that because car- compartmentalizing mm-hmm. is the goal is like gold to people who want to lie and cheat and 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 manipulate and play people against each other I don't post pictures I just I don't post pictures on post social media just like I don't call I don't you don't call me just text me because don't call me means I might be in the room with somebody that you're going to hear over the phone and I don't want you to know that so just text me that's right. why and so I think you know it could be one of it could be many things I mean you know we could go back and forth all day but no, I fine. do I do think that we it depends on where you're coming from if you're coming from a if your partner is sensitive to these situations then I think that you should kind of have a conversation about it I don't think that the argument that um, Akira is using is holds any water. I think it's opening up Akira. It's obviously you're curious about what it is and what to do. And it sounds like you are really pressed to have like a social media relationship. Yes. And I, and that's, to me, that's very different. Yes. And, and building it, building a facade or building something just to show people is not what I'm talking about. Right. So maybe these are two different things. Yeah. I do believe that it's important in a certain day and age, just like if, if we were back in the civil rights era and you were a white guy and you were dating a black woman, it would be important for you to hold that black woman's hand proudly Definitely. everywhere you went, whether it's, even if they had Instagram back in the day, since and Facebook, since that's where most people are getting their information and their news and they're sending their opinions, it's important to have that conversation there as well. And I think if you are a gay man in the 80s or if you have HIV in the 80s when, during the AIDS crisis and when it was at its height, I think all that stuff was important to kind of talk about and have a conversation about and bring those conversations into every place you can go. That's how we create change. If today, if you are a, a cisgender man dating a trans person, cis person dating a trans person, it's important because of where we need to go that you have pride and and show off your pride and your love for your partner who's trans. And that includes online. But if you're just trying to brag to people which, that you got a cute man. Right. Which is what it is. Which is what it sounds like. It just sounds like that I think it's desperate. Right. All right. So well, I'm glad we ended up seeing eye to eye on that because I totally agree <laughs> with what you just said. And I think that that, her, that a curious motive for this is to boost her Instagram following mm-hmm. or to make her more interesting on Instagram and look at my boyfriend. Here's another reason to follow me. My boyfriend's beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Sounds so West Hollywood. So <laughs> let us know how it goes. But 
this is what I say. If he doesn't want to go on social media, just remember you're dating a guy that pays for dinner, who picks you up, who opens the car door for you. And having a boyfriend that respects you and someone that treats you the way you deserve to be treated weighs much, much more than whether or not he wants to get on your social media or even double tap your pick. So take that and put it where you want it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, if you're dating somebody new, if we start seeing somebody on your social media, Kiri, then we'll know it's not him. Um, listen, thank you so much for writing in. And listen, if you want to write in, make sure you hit us up on our social, on our social media, which is It's a Mess Podcast. Um, on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And send us some details. Yes. Why? <laughs> Why do we want details? Yeah. Because we want to know as much as we can so it's not a boring-ass story. Let us know your age, where you're from, all the type of shit, as long as uh, it connects with the Social story, security number. Social security number, <laughs> credit card number. PIN number. And security code. As usual, faces, places, and names have been changed to protect the innocent. And the guilty. Ow! Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.